and we're rolling. Ooh, that was quick. <laughs> <laughs> Not even ready for it. Uh-uh. Welcome back, everybody. It's the Corona Bonus Pandemic Cast Quarantine Special Episode 2. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I was in the middle of like putting my phone on airplane mode and like cleaning my nails and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, we are nearing the end of the second week of our coronacation. And uh, it's... It's getting tiresome. Well, I really hope this doesn't get extended. Like, <laughs> You're already getting sick of it? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, I don't know. It's, it's too much of nothing. Like, I didn't, I'd be more okay with this if I could, like, go and do things. But outside from, like, walking around alone in a park, you can't really do much right now. <laughs> That's right. And you have to maintain six feet of distance from mm-hmm. people. So it's not like you can hang out at a park no. <laughs> with people. You, you can't really hang out with people. You can't interact on, on like a social level like that. And like, if you were having some large gathering, I'm pretty sure somebody like, I mean, there's always gonna be that neighbor who's gonna be like, "Oh, they're doing stuff. I'm gonna call the cops." But, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't, mean, that's kind of the whole point of the quarantine is to stop interaction, to stop the spread. But still, didn't some police force like have to tell people, "Hey, don't call us if people are just outside." Yeah, I I, I think it was something like. Uh, they were they made an official announcement of like don't contact the police to report like people breaking quarantine or or something like that because it got out of hand real fast like people calling on their neighbors people calling on people in general just like ah oh, they're going to a restaurant to take to buy takeout like, who's like, that one lady who tried to call the police on that little girl for selling bottles of water mm-hmm. on the side of the road because it was hot out it's obnoxious what the the lengths that some people will go to just to like fuck with people. You know, because, like, well, what do you gain from that? And, like, how is it hurting you? And, like, how is it hurting anybody? You know, this right, just, just mind your water. own business. <laughs> this person's just like, it's hot out. You want some water? <laughs> also, and I think people got to confuse. We're not confined to our homes. We can still walk outside. Yeah. I mean, it's not that bad. It's not like it's airborne. Yeah. That, w- that would be that'd be terrifying if it was airborne. <laughs> just keep everything sealed up. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to go and just sit outside today, soak up some sunlight. So I went for out for a walk. I was like, you know, there's sun out. Yeah, I'd go for a walk, but I'm just not trying to be out there with the people. So I'll just kind of like sit in the light. Yeah. That's good enough just for me. sit out in the lawn. <laughs> <laughs> just stand out in the middle of the lawn out there. Just just soak it up. Not in the front yard, though. There's, there's still people on the sidewalks. <laughs> not isolated <laughs> outside. Mm-hmm. Isolated outside, just chilling. Isolation outdoors, mm-hmm. in the backyard. Man, I don't know. I'm kind of enjoying it still. Yeah, there's there's times when I'm like, this is great, but I mean, I I fucked my whole sleep schedule up, and that's part of the reason why like I'm not liking it as much. These oh, you just threw off your whole yeah. vibe. It's like aside from today, like the the couple of days where I was really off, I I didn't see sunlight. <laughs> oh man <laughs> i mean like i did in the wee hours of the morning but you know I, I slept most of the day away and was just up all night well not, yeah. now today you get a chance to just go outside Yep, get that fresh air mm. and that fresh vitamin d from the sun mm-hmm. function and be normal for like a day yeah you know, that's part of self-care though you know is being like active during the daylight because your body needs the sunlight so we're almost like plants we are like plants <laughs> Yeah, except we like eat stuff that plants moves that around. eat plants. Plant, yeah, that's true. <laughs> if plants ate animals, well, I mean, there's some that do, but like, I'm interested to see if there's plants that eat plants. <laughs> plants that eat plants. <laughs> it's like the fish that eat other fish. Mm-hmm. I've been around a cup. Co- I don't know if it was a couple times. I remember someone I knew. I don't remember who, but their mom had a fish tank, and then they had a. Uh, a carnivorous fish in there and mm. then started eating the other fish. Oh, man. That is the worst. <laughs> I'm, like, oh, I'm going to introduce these new little fishies to my fish tank and they're dead. <laughs> it's like you come back, why are there two missing? <laughs> they hiding? <laughs> man, don't stick your hand in there. You might go after it. <laughs> yeah. Crazy fish. I know. I'm finding it to... Uh, it's still... I think it's just I have so much I can do that mm. I can never be bored. So and it's like there's so much stuff I can get done that it's like I can't get bored and I just wish that this was my life and I could just get paid to do what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Speaking of getting paid, two people bought the song now. 
That's one hundred percent more than the last update. <laughs> yeah, it is one hundred percent more. So, uh, shout out to longtime listener Josh Higgs. Mm-hmm. Looking out for people, taking care of people when they when they need it most. It's like the most support mm-hmm. from a person I have, I have yet to meet in person. Yeah, that's a good point. I've never met him. We had, we, <laughs> in, at least in person. Well, we on need, the social medias. We will. I'll. We'll have to arrange that then. So we'll just have to have him on the pod. Yeah. Honestly, <laughs> we're just gonna. We just gotta figure out the logistics of it. Figure out the right timing because, like, this. This we ain't this, having anybody in any interviews right now. This coronavirus thing just fucked it all it is up. Not happening. Mm-hmm. That was so. That's so sad. We had the whole season planned out like perfectly. Yeah, and yeah then it's This just Sunday like, was supposed to be you. the first interview episode. <laughs> it's like, no, nope. you no, know, it's coming over. All right. I okay. mean, we can shift most of the episodes around, mm. but there's the four interview episodes we can't do, and there's uh, one towards the end of the season that we can't do mm-hmm. because we can't go places. <laughs> God damn it! I mean, we could still do most of the other ones. It's just you know, mm. I mean, if this extends, we might just have to. We might just have to make interview episodes bonus episodes and just just drop them and just get them when we can get them. Yeah, just yeah. get it or just just stockpile them. Just meet whoever we can and just do it that way because that seems like it's, you know, that might make it easier to plug in an interview episode than like, all right, we got to schedule this. Yeah, that, that, yeah, that, that, that's a little bit more free form. It's it's a lot easier to work around. Now we don't have like the strict scheduling conflicts with the other people too. Because it's like it's it's a lot easier to to find time for us to link up with somebody to record versus finding a an opening in their windows. Well, yeah, and we could also do more than one a day if we really wanted to. Mm-hmm. Just make a day of it. Just go around place to place. Hey, let's interview and just stockpile for like <laughs> just extra episodes. Yeah, get the mobile lab going, right? Yeah, which hopefully hopefully we'll be able to get soon. I mean, you know, we have plenty of time to prepare for it because we're stuck indoors and can't go see people. So it's not like we're going to interview anybody right now. Yeah, yeah and uh, I mean, it doesn't affect anybody at the state level, but Trump uh, extended the uh, the guidelines for the um, oh yeah the the quarantine in place thing. So Whitmer announced that they're making I don't know if it was today or tomorrow or something like that. They said when I read it, it was at the end of the week that they were deciding what to do about schools. Mm-hmm. And it's still kind of up in the air. They don't want to go past what we already have established for the stay-at-home order. Mm-hmm. But it, there's a chance. <laughs> oh man, I feel bad for everybody in school. They're gonna have, they're gonna end up having to repeat the year, or they're, or they're just gonna say like you know just or, bump everybody up. Yeah, they're just regardless, gonna, they're either gonna repeat the year. Or they're just gonna give everybody a gimme. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be amazing. <laughs> you just don't have to try for the rest of the year. Yeah, you, you just just go on. You proved it. Oh man, the seniors, dude! Just, oh, that'd be like the best way to leave high school. Because <laughs> like, what's this? I just don't have to go. <laughs> oh, imagine if they were like summer school for everyone, mandatory. Oh, no, because <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Um, have schools switched to online? Like high schools, like general public high schools? Yeah, I don't know. I didn't that's look into question. it. I haven't been in school in years, so I don't mm-hmm. care. But that's something to think about. You know, if they're not doing schooling right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, shit. It's been more than a decade. Feels it's been like a while. But yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm still getting, still getting stuff done. Got another single. I'm trying to drop tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I'm, uh, I'm really, really debating, uh, like writing down some lyrics and starting, starting some work on making music. But <laughs> just start, start your rap career. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hottest shit of all time. <laughs> first track. I don't know. I don't know. I just feel like I, I could I could write good lyrics, but I don't know. It's the performance part that would make me just be like, mm, I don't know about that. Get real bad performance anxiety. Yeah, I feel that. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Hey, I mean, you know, gotta. This is the time to take up new mm-hmm. things. And this, this, this is the, this is, this is where I would have to push myself into it. You know, I almost want to clone myself just so I can have another Greg that's just like, just do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. yeah, I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to get a momentum going. Like mm-hmm. my schedule is all sorts of thrown off. Where it's like I'm sleeping in later than usual. I'm staying up later than usual. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think my body's just like you need to take a real vacation out of this and not just work all the time. Yeah. 
But maybe it's just, I'm just, I just need that adjustment period of like, okay, I have all this time in the world, but then by the time I get like, get it perfect, I have to readjust because mm. I'll be going back to work. I don't know. Maybe, maybe you should just take like, like you're, you're normally you have like the Saturdays and Sundays. Maybe you should just take Friday, Saturday and Sunday and, and call that your like extended weekend. And then you're like actually vacationing. Cause I know you don't like to spend like time, like not working in general. You know, I think I think it's I more mean, so just getting used to the rhythm of I don't have to be somewhere, mm-hmm. and that's yeah, that's pretty much it. It's like I don't have to be anywhere. I can't really go anywhere because nothing's open anyway, <laughs> so I'm stuck at home. Yeah, I'm just trying to figure out a workflow works because I'm trying to incorporate practicing instruments again, like mm-hmm. learning more in depth on all my software that I use and just perfecting my techniques in general. And then obviously, you know, coming up with you know very intricate plans for our patreon so i keep looking at other people's patreons like okay what do what are these people doing like what do they offer it is uh it's it's a lot there's a there's a, there's a lot of variety in all the uh the shows that that are on patreon and what uh, what content they offer i don't want to go too in depth with it obviously because i haven't really planned all too much but Oh, I have so many different ideas. Yeah. It's just like that's all. I, that's all I think about at work. It's just my <laughs> stuff. When I'm at work, it's I'm listening to podcasts, thinking about the podcast we do, thinking the future, thinking about all my stuff, and it's just that's what drives me. I'm like, okay, I just work this job because I need money, but something brighter is in my future. We are like legitimately the antithesis of each other. Like you, you're creating all these plans and stuff, and I 100% function at my peak in like crunch time with no plans. I I I, <laughs> I mean I can do that. It's just my brain moves so fast with this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. It's just like oh, I could have an entire like I could fill an entire notebook with ideas by the end of a day. Mm-hmm. Be like, okay, which one do you want to start on? I I think I don't like to plan things because I want life to be a surprise constantly. And so when when I when I'm on the spot and I have to think of something or I have to create content or whatever, then I'm surpri- I'm both creating the content and i'm surprising myself because I, I wasn't planning any of it i i think it's i think it's it i think that's what strikes the balance is <laughs> i kind of have to be like that for this mm-hmm. mainly because i do a lot of the technical stuff mm-hmm. so it's like i have to have things mapped out that's true i mean you know i just wish was something that could make us income <laughs> not to say that this is what this is about. The pod's not about money, but like not working. It's just like, man, I wish this was just my full time job. It's like yeah. we're not. We're, it's not like you know the ladies have it easy. I mean, not easy, but you know we can't just start an only OnlyFans. Yeah, I mean, te- technically speaking, yes, you can. It I just could. won't be very There's profitable. just not a big market for it, for men at least. No, Ladies I've, aren't paying for that. I've found some weird stuff on, on Reddit, though. I have found some pretty weird stuff that le- leads me to believe that an OnlyFans account could be made and it could be profitable, but it just wouldn't be profitable enough for me to justify it. You know, because uh, it's at that level where I'm like, I'm giving all this out to these strangers, and sure, I could make some money off of it, but it ain't worth it. Not to me. I wonder if there's, like, a surge of OnlyFans accounts starting in wake of this. I'm sure there are. I, I, I'm 100% There's, there's sure probably going to be a study of it, an article that I'm like, <laughs> yeah, we noticed during the coronation, <laughs> so old, many new accounts started. OnlyFans content creators spiked by 300%. Like, no <laughs> shit. <laughs> People bored with nothing to do. <laughs> they were like, God, we're just in the house fucking all the time. Might as well record it. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. what I would do. I think the only other thing I really accomplished was I caught up on Rick and Morty. That's about it. Oh, yeah. It's good. You watched uh, new Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker. Oh, boy. <laughs> that movie. All right. I don't appreciate it mm. at all. I'm on the fence because, like, I understand... I understand the uh, the appeal for, like, the longtime fans of the certain things they did, but, like, I want to say, like, 20, maybe 30 minutes into the movie, it became, like, far too predictable for me, and it just became, like, uh, like, a, uh, like a theme park movie, you know, where it's very on the rails, nothing's surprising me, but, like, it's still casually entertaining, 
you know, like it kept my focus and I, and I was still interested because, you know, I love Star Wars, but, you know, for me, it was more so it's like, OK, how, uh, I was like I was seeing it progress. I was like, OK, I have to finish it. Basically. I mean, I was in the theater. I'm not going to walk mm-hmm. out on a movie in the theater. Yeah. But I was like, OK, where is this going to take me? I got to like mm-hmm. ma- maybe there's something fun that I'll get out of this. And I was That's just disappointed. Insane. It's like a theme I think park. It's just, I really liked. Um, what was it? Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what it was. Like it's like, like For- Force Awakens was okay. It was just kind of the same old thing. Mm-hmm. Last Jedi happens, just complete left turns everywhere. And I was like, oh, I'm about it. And then this comes out, and I'm like, you guys just totally ruined it. One, you ignored everything about the last movie. <laughs> and, and two, you just I think the worst quality that's being shown in a lot of these fans is I cannot stand the people who are just happy to be there. Mm-hmm. It's, well, at least we got another Star Wars movie. No, we could have gotten something original that was like Star Wars that could have done this better. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm I'm not going to hate on the fans for it. I mean, at, at the end of the day, you kind of should because the them spending their money in mass is what convinces these studios to keep making stuff like this. But I'm not that concerned with it. If I don't like it, I'm just not gonna see it. But I don't know. There's a lot of a lot of stuff in that movie just felt forced and like shoehorned in, and like it didn't genuinely suit the plot. You know, like I don't know. It had this terrible vibe about some of the uh, sequences in that film. Also, how are you gonna ruin this? How are you gonna ruin one of the best characters in Star Wars history? Kylo Ren was by far one of the best villains that we've ever seen. I gave him the stupidest fucking return to the to the light side. Oh my goodness, I was I was I was upset. I was okay. So so this mother that you basically never really knew dies. You get stabbed in the chest, recover, and then you're just like, I'm gonna be a good boy now. No, I get stabbed in the chest. I'm trying to kill somebody. Like, <laughs> oh man. it just seemed very not normal also that like romantic link was forced as hell well people are going back and say, it's being people are track backtracking and saying it was a platonic kiss no nonsense nope if you're platonic kissing people that's just gross mm-hmm. especially not a character who was based on the uh well in the in the source material was the character's sister I, I felt like when I saw that scene, I was like, this, there was some like incestuous tones there. <laughs> like, I mean, it's of course it's not the exact same story, and they changed quite a bit. But every time I saw any part from these th- these last three movies, I'm like, this is just the story of fucking Darth Cadis again, <laughs> you know, in the in the extended Solo and the Skywalker family. Yeah, it's just a- oh, and that that Palpatine twist. <laughs> It's like, of all generic things you could have done. That's the one thing I liked about The Last Jedi, when he was just like, you're a nobody. Your parents were just people who sold you off. I was like, mm-hmm. good, thank you. I don't want her to be attached to anything. And the idea that, like, you know, the Force isn't isn't that strict on who can access it. Mm-hmm. And then it's just revealed, nope, psych, you're from a fucking bloodline of bullshit. And it's like, nobody who's normal it, like matters. It's literally just these two families. Uh, also, I never, I just never really liked Palpatine as a character anyway. Um, like he's he's fine as the Overlord type, dude. Bet in the movies because I haven't read any of the other materials and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Bet best Sith hands down, Count Dooku. Oh, why? <laughs> why is he your favorite Sith? Because he doesn't have the baggage of all the other ones that. Well, the emotional baggage is like part of the like whole thing, you know. the 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 emotion the emotion is is what corrupts them and makes them Sith. You know, they they feed off of it. You know, it's it's what makes them more powerful. You know, all that excess hate and stuff. You know, it's it's like the corrupting force. If like if you existed in the Star Wars universe, you'd be a Jedi, hands down. Because they're like they're they're trained to be like master your emotions, express nothing, and I'm like that's just James. Maybe, maybe <laughs> I'm a Jedi. <laughs> maybe maybe it's just because it's like his reasoning is just always more pragmatic. And wasn't mm. his um yeah wasn't he a direct student of Yoda also? 
Uh, Dooku? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, I think that's the other thing I liked is because it's like he's not kind of lost in this like family tree of like, mm-hmm. you know, users of the force. It's like, oh, no, his master is like the Jedi. <laughs> yeah. I mean, his, his masters were, I think, uh, Yoda, and then when he turned to the dark side, obviously Palpatine, but it's like his, his the only people that he like bowed to were the head honchos of either side. So he's got that going for him. But yeah, I don't know. I just didn't care for the movie. End, <laughs> end rant and mini review of the Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> some scenes are trash. Some shit was forced, and ugh. It, it looks cool. It detracted from the movie. Visuals were okay. Yeah, I, I don't think I've watched really any movies during this whole vacation, mm-hmm. coronation. Nothing new, at least. Aside from we that. watched Castle in the Sky, and then we watched the <clears throat> I forgot what it's called. It's a loop in the third movie. A loop on the third movie. Yeah, it's a. Uh... Oh, what is it called? Some someone's castle. It's the one Miyazaki directed. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's a... Uh... I can't remember. I'm going to look it up right now. Yep. But uh, I forgot how Lupin the Third was so good. I've never seen any of the movies. I never... This, this was the first movie... But I remember I used to watch the show when it was on Adult mm. Swim. Because I thought it was really cool. They did a CG movie... Of them, I don't know. And see that that kind of bothered me. I was like, I don't want to see my anime in CG. Mm-mm. It's it, it, it. I don't know. For some people are are about it. They're like, oh yeah, it's new animation techniques and stuff. Me, I I'm 100 percent against it. Like when they when they put the like the 3D CG effects in uh, Battle of the Gods, I was like, Mm-mm, I'm not about this. I don't want any part of it. Yeah, it wasn't. I don't know. I just like 2D animation. Mm. I mean, if it's a slight, you know. If there's a slight instance, mm-hmm. I'm okay with it. Where it's like, you know, you kind of don't really notice it. I mean, you notice, but it's like, it's more just, it's it's in a way that they just make it a little bit more cinematic mm-hmm. in scope. But full on CG, no. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, the Castle of Cagliostro. Castle of Cagliostro. Because, yeah, he used to, because before, way before he started the studio, he, he worked on... He was one of the crew members on Lupin the Third. Oh, okay. And then, you know, he went off to be one of the greatest animated filmmakers of all time. Which he's currently making a new movie. That's probably going to still be a couple years. Because it takes a while to make those movies. Even though he said he, he was retiring. And then decided, nope, just kidding. I hate when celebrities do that. I'm retiring! Just kidding. I'm going to come back. <laughs> like, Jay-Z was the funniest one because he came back literally three years later. Randy Couture's fucking fighting career. <laughs> I swear he retired like five times. Or when, or when Cher, Sharon doing all those farewell tours. Mm-hmm. It's like, just stop saying you're retiring. You don't have to retire. At least don't make an announcement of it. I'm officially retiring. See you next year. <laughs> that's, that's I remember I, I remember there's one article where Bow Wow was saying he was retiring from music and everybody was like, You still make music? <laughs> <laughs> I swear it's like people announce that they're retiring just to like stay relevant. You know, I'm retiring so that you can come out of retirement for one specific thing. <laughs> uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah, I think I might try to watch some more movies. Or make more things. Maybe make a movie. No, it's not enough time for that. I can get started on the many outlines I have to do for all my movie ideas. Because mm. I have a lot of them. I'd like to learn to play an instrument, but that requires like a teacher and like stuff. That, and like all the requires instrument itself. YouTube. I don't have the instruments, though. What do you want to learn? Guitar. Yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't like using other people's <laughs> stuff, though. <laughs> it's like, uh, you live with a musician. Yeah, There's I instruments. know this. <laughs> I know this, but, like, I, they're not cheap. And, like, I don't know. when it, It's like... Oh, that one was cheap. It's like when I was, when I was a teenager and I was learning to drive uh, cars, you know? I refused to use anything but, like, my family's shittiest vehicles. 
Oh, you don't want to drive anybody's nice cars. I don't want to drive anybody's anything. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing comfortable about driving someone else's car. Dude, it's, I don't know, it's like having, even if even if something that they have is only worth like $30, like I don't want it in my hands. You know? <laughs> I, I'm not trying to have anything of value of somebody else's be in my care. I don't like that at all. It makes me extremely uncomfortable. Yeah, like, I mean, anything happens to it, I'm liable, and I'm like, I'm not with that. I don't know, you should uh, take up graphic design. <laughs> I'm getting pretty decent at it. What What do you think of that new art for the new episode? It looks pretty good. It looks pretty good. <laughs> it was just an idea I had. I was like, hmm, I wonder if this will work. And it took me hours to figure, finally figure out everything I needed to figure out. But then once I did it, I was like. Man, this is actually pretty cool. I'd I'd get into something like that, but I have I have literally zero interest in graphic design. I don't I don't have any interest in like drawing, painting, creating anything visual. I mean, if if uh if my if if I was trying to find something that more aligned with who I am as an individual, it would be a performance type art, you know. So it would be either like singing or playing an instrument or something. But that's just who I am. It's 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 not about uh, creating physical art. It's about like, I mean, it's why I like to be on the podcast. You know, it's the talking. Right. You know, and I'm I, not, I, and not I literally. Have, I have no problem product. handling the other side of it. Mm. Now I'm just acquiring like all these skills that I can take elsewhere mm. and apply for my own stuff. Because I was like, you know what? It's easier just to learn everything myself. That's actually how I ended up doing all the things I do now. It was, you know, before. And I was like, oh, okay, I just wanted to write. And I was like, okay, I don't know anybody that produces. I guess I'll learn how to make beats. Actually, mm-hmm. I, you know, I got a pair of turntables first because I was like, I'm going to DJ. Then I was like, well, I guess I've got to learn how to make beats and record. <laughs> and then here we are, you know, years later, and now i got a podcast. Journey of a thousand miles, starting with a single step. I don't know. Um, I think I'm going to spend the better part of today and tomorrow just figuring out something that I can actually work on for this next coming week. The last week. <laughs> the final week. Hopefully, the final week. That's <laughs> <laughs> how I do, man. Like the, fir- the first whole week, I'm like, no plans. Go through the second week, no plans. Coming to the third week, all right, I'll make plans. <laughs> like, I got to do something. I mean, you can work on, a- you can work on everyone- one of the secret projects that we can't tell anybody about yet. Yeah, I could work on one of the secret I mean, projects. Yeah, I mean, that, that involves correspondence with a... Yeah. Yeah, probably going to do that. Definitely going to do that. But um, the person's availability is going to be a little uh, a little tight coming up. But Oh, really? Yeah. Not not too tight, but it'll, it'll, we can still work around it, no problem. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Yeah. yeah. So big things coming. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> still, you know... Still trying to work on that merch drop, but mm-hmm. the coronavirus has definitely ruined plans for that as mm-hmm. well. This is just annoying. God. Yeah. Every time I see people outside, I, I get a little upset. I'm like, y'all should have stayed your asses inside. This shit would be <laughs> over by now. Well, <laughs> I, I think it's the problem with all the people who are like, no, nah, I don't have anything to worry about and going out in crowded mm-hmm. places. Like, really? Like all those fucking spring breakers. Oh, like still win? Oh my god, <laughs> fuck those people. It's one thing if you want to give each other STDs, don't mm-hmm. give people a virus that they're dying from. If you want to run around and give half that state the clap, I do not care. <laughs> this shit is, this shit is it's fucked up. like the up. singer of Fountains of Wayne died from mm-hmm. it. It's like, man, that's rough. This it's virus crazy. is really killing people off. And it's like, it's... At first, you know, when they were just like, oh, man, the coronavirus is coming to America. We've got our first confirmed case. I was one of those people who was just like, nah, it ain't that bad. It's just like cold and flu symptoms, a little bit of pneumonia. People will be all right. People are dying now, mm. and it's like, oh, wait, this yeah. is really bad. Because, like, people were dying over in, like, China or whatever, and I was like, oh, they're, 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 their healthcare system's probably, like, not not great or whatever. It's not facilitated to uh, accommodate the amount, the sheer amount of cases that they're getting, and that's probably where the issues are coming from. Nope, it's just fucked on either side, no matter which way you slice it. It's just spreading so fast. That's literally mm-hmm. it. Here, it's, you know, we got a combination of both. Terrible healthcare system mm-hmm. combined with people being stupid and, mm-hmm. oh, man. I'm just glad I haven't gotten it. 
That's so. That's kind of why, like, when I when I do have to go out, I go out at like fucking three in the morning because nobody's there. That's why I just don't haven't left the house. I go to the store. That's it. That's what I'm saying. This like, is really right in, down this is really informing back. me how I should start like buying groceries and stuff from now on. Mm-hmm. Just have a a decent inventory so I don't have to scramble to the store for toilet paper because mm-hmm. that's what everybody needed. So glad all the stuff over. that's going to waste. <laughs> Or you're just stockpiled on? I bought a thousand rolls of toilet paper. Really? Did we ever hit a crisis? Like, <laughs> now you just have a closet full of fucking butt wipe that you're not using. It's like people buy, it's toilet paper and bottled water. Mm-mm. And it's bo- specifically bottles. Jugs are never bought first. I never, as you've learned. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, they're buying up all the water. Not mine. <laughs> you buy the gallon jugs that no one touches. The cheaper, better, more efficient water. The less plastic per volume water. Dumbasses. <laughs> the rage you have for certain tendencies people have towards water is it's, impressive. It's, it's, yep. <laughs> it's just when people are being stupid. I was going to say the general public, but the general public's not that stupid. It's literally like 4% of the population causing 80% of the problems. Dumb shit. <laughs> that math is way off, obviously, but... Oh, I got to the bad math thing in Rick and Morty. <laughs> <laughs> Yup. <laughs> it's like one dance for 10, two for 25. <laughs> no thanks and bad math. <laughs> yep. Oh man. That's the that's the first thing that comes to mind when anybody like is having a conversation about numbers in any form and it doesn't add up. So I don't I don't think about like correcting it or like what just, the actual numbers are. I just replay that scene in my mind. <laughs> So, being that it's episode two, this will objectively be the best episode. Why? Or not the best, the best bonus episode. Because everybody always thinks the second one is the best. If we do a trilogy... Oh, yeah. It's always... You know, everybody says Empire is the best movie Mm. out of Star Wars. I don't know how few people feel about Lord of the Rings. I mean, I don't really care for the series, so I don't want to say I, w- I wouldn't know if Two Towers is the best one. Two Towers is the best. Is one. it the best? <laughs> or the Dark Knight in the Dark Knight trilogy? I mean, think about it. We haven't had a third one yet. World War Two was so much better than World War One. Wow. I mean, think about how advanced the technology was. I mean, mm-hmm. Hitler was the ultimate villain, and he killed himself. Mm-hmm. Best get- best ending to a war ever. God <laughs> damn. I mean, yeah, that's 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 an interesting way to look at it. Second the, one's the podcast the or the fact that the this, World War Two is better. Yeah, World War Two is better than World War One. I. <laughs> I mean, didn't World War II, World War Two have less oh, like overall casualties? It probably did. I just think it's like the amount. What was going on at the time? It was there were more exciting things like you know the whole like rescuing everybody at Dunkirk and just mm-hmm. like all the other things that happened within the war were just it was just it was better writing. It was better writing. Somebody wrote World War II. God damn. It's better writing. <laughs> the visuals. The, like, the imagine visuals. it. You know, the fighter jets instead of biplanes. Come on now. That's... And with that, I think it's time for a water break. I don't have anything to play for this water break. It's fine. (laughs) We're just going to drink some water. (laughs) Man. I can only imagine what people think of me and the things I say on this podcast. (laughs) I'm pretty sure I've, I'm pretty sure I've like, uh, grounded it enough times to where they know it's just, everybody knows it's like, he's just weird. That's all. Just ignore it. He's just interesting. (laughs) I'm eccentric. (laughs) No, you're not rich yet, so it's crazy. (laughs) (laughs) I can't be eccentric unless I'm rich. Yeah. Think about it. Every time I talk about something, oh, it's my crazy aunt so-and-so. It's my crazy uncle so-and-so. If they're rich, it's like, yeah, it's my eccentric uncle. (laughs) (laughs) When you're poor, you're crazy. When you're rich, you're eccentric. (laughs) Yeah. That's Um, actually, that is really interesting. mm -hmm. I never really put it together like that before. Yeah, dude. Listen, that's that's just I don't know, that's just the way I see the world, and every and I, I pay close attention to uh, 
to the to the differences in the way that people speak to each other in certain respects. Hmm. I don't know. Really spending spending a lot of time quiet. I spend a lot of time listening and observing when people interact. Oh, I love listening and observing when people interact. It's fun. It lets me uh, understand them better than like having a conversation with them. So I'd rather like I'd rather watch two people talk versus have a conversation with either one of them if my goal is to understand them. Well, that makes sense. Uh, that, that, that definitely makes sense. I definitely like observing people. I like observing people's habits mm-hmm. because I just find it I, human nature is fascinating. Yeah, I don't know why. It's like just every just the habit. Like, what do you do? Like, how do you approach this? How do you handle your money? How do you handle your health? I just I look at it. And I'm just like, it's really interesting. Mainly because people do the wrong thing most of the time, even though like the right choices are very easy to do. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, I think what what I do is like I learn. Uh, I, I pay attention to people and I learn like all these, these correct things to do, but I practice none of them. <laughs> like I, I function. You just store it? Yeah, I store it so that I can regurgitate it for someone else to use. Me, I'm just kind of like, fuck it. Uh, I'm not that worried about it. Speaking, speaking of storing things, I love the Morty's Mind Blowers episode <laughs> where Rick stores all the memories that he just zapped from his brain. Yeah. <laughs> I call it Morty's Mind Blowers. Mm-hmm. Like, what? You make it sound like a theme park ride. <laughs> yeah. It reminds me of the uh, the the second interdimensional cable episode. Like, just because it's like that, that quick little fourth wall break when they introduce the concept for the episode. Oh, yeah. You know? He's like, what are you doing? A sequel. What's a, a sequel to what? I don't know. We got it pretty good the first time. Yeah, it's just <laughs> stuff like that. That's why I appreciate the show. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just trying to figure out. Yeah, this next week is going to be rough. I mean, we're only at Thursday. And we're going to hit the weekend, which is kind of like a neutral point. Because it's like, oh, we already have these days off. So, mm-hmm. we can't really, can't really complain about a weekend. Because we're already, you know, typically doing what we do on a weekend. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for tomorrow. I can say that much. What's tomorrow? Friday. Right? Yeah. Yeah, tomorrow's Friday. This Friday is just exciting. Yeah, <laughs> the, the, it's kind of normal to not be doing anything on a Friday. No, Friday. Well, for me, Friday's bill day. You know, I I, I pay I pay all my bills on Fridays, like oh. like my car note, my insurance, like cell phone bill, all that stuff. I pay all that on Fridays. Oh, okay. So like when 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 Fridays come, like I spend I you know I get paid and then I spend the majority of it on my bills and then I'm like, all right, I have X amount of money that has to last me until the next week, so I'll like put this aside and I'll put this in my gas tank and then I'm like, this is my spending money, and then like once I do that, it relie- it relieves all the stress until you know the next cycle. <laughs> is it really? <laughs> I didn't realize it was like a troubling. Well, it's thing not you really have to get. not like troubling, but it's like a mountain you have to climb over. I wouldn't even really call it a mountain. It's just like it's it's just like that's the one thing that I genuinely have to worry about. You know, because oh, yeah. it's the one thing that guarantees that you continue to exist on this the logistics of your personal finance yeah so i just i just get it all done and out of the way and i'm just like sweet i have six days and of like just my mind being free and able to think about whatever i want to think about so i can't wait to have financial freedom that's what i'm saying that's the real goal like i don't care about being super rich i just want to have to you know not worry about things bills are paid and i got a little bit extra cool I don't know. I just like I like. It sounds weird to say that like I like paying my bills because I don't like paying. I don't like owing money to somebody, to, and I don't like that aspect of paying my bills. Pay, there's an but accomplishment to. Paying I like bills. the rewarding feeling of being like, "This is covered. I don't need to worry about it." It's almost like a you game. Know? Yeah. It's like it's like it's like playing uh it's like playing a, a rhythm game like Guitar Hero and hundred percenting the track. You know, you're just like, all right, that's great. I don't need to go back and ever try this again because I know I did it flawlessly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I'll probably just start, you know, priming myself for the future episodes because mm-hmm. I think after the next one, we have kind of like 
we're approaching research heavy episodes. Mm-hmm. Which I think those will be fun. Definitely. But, yeah. Next next episode's gonna be interesting. Just cause you're gonna be you're you're like the lead on this episode. Yeah. So yeah, I mean Yeah, I mean it's video game focus, so yeah. I that is I mean my you're in that expertise. world. I'm just I just observe. Yeah. It, well, I mean the validity of uh the gaming industry is just I don't I don't really think that you need to be uh a, a gamer to to be able to have a good conversation about it, but I don't want to go too far into it right now, obviously. Save it well, we gotta save it to the episode. <laughs> but I think I think it's gonna be a good one. I think it's gonna be a great episode. So how's everybody doing out there? <laughs> Crickets. Because <laughs> you're you're not in here. You can't be in here. You gotta stay home. Unless you're an essential worker. Yeah. I was genuinely surprised when they were like, Yeah, you're not not essential. I was like, Really? You're not gonna pull some bullshit? <laughs> I just couldn't believe just the day before we start the most recent episode of Man, it's crazy, everyone's you know not working and places are shutting down and then not even twenty four hours later we get an announcement, Whitmer is to announce a stay at home order. <laughs> like, what? And then everybody's like, What's gonna happen? And then we get the word, Nope, you're not working. All right. Chaos. I'm enjoying it though. Like I just, there's something about it that I love, and I don't know if it's because I have so much time to work on the things I want to work on. It's because every time you you, you work on something that you want to work on, you get a feeling of accomplishment. That's your serotonin. But there's dump. so much to accomplish. That's right. the best part. Right. You're you're riding that serotonin high. <laughs> <laughs> like when. Like when I'm like when I finished that artwork for episode fourteen, I was like, "Man, I feel so powerful. Mm-hmm. This is so basic, but I feel so." It's like when you file your taxes, you feel like a legitimate fucking superhero. Yeah, <laughs> and like, so I don't like talking to people, especially people I don't know, and especially people I don't know over the phone. So anytime that I have to like call a place to have something taken care of, as soon as I'm off that phone call, I feel like I could fight a bear. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm I am email only. <laughs> I refuse to call. I hate talking on the phone. Mm. Talking on the what's going on out there? Old people, Old people walking. walking. I just I just saw a vibrant shirt. Yeah, a couple old folks walking around. Yeah, I don't I don't. Pretty ever... fucking risky in my opinion, but oh well, yeah, I don't know. I I have a strict goal to not be old and decrepit when mm-hmm. I'm old. You know. One of my favorite things when people share like posts with that analogy, like you know, it's like, oh, you're you're too young to be feeling whatever way, and it's like, oh, it's about the, it's about, it's not about the age of, the, it's not about the age, it's about the mileage. And I was like, if we're using car logic, how about we're, how, why are we ignoring maintenance? Why is that never part of the conversation? Yeah, man, if you run six thousand miles over an oil change, what's gonna happen to your, what's gonna happen to your engine? It's not gonna be good. You know, there's a reason why, they, you know, you can't just stop. Mm-mm. I want, I want to be one of those old people where, like, I'm, I was 70, but I look 60. Um, I have two, I have two choices for my future. I'm gonna be one of those 70 year olds who looks like they're 60, or I'm gonna be one of those 70 year olds who's six feet under. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, they'll they'll figure out how to extend our lives by that time. I I, I almost don't want it. <laughs> really? Yeah. I could live a few hundred years, maybe in a couple thousand. If we could get it, if 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 I could live theoretically indefinitely, then sure. But if we're just talking about like extending my life by like a hundred years, I mean, you mean probably if, so if you had immortality as an option, you'd yeah. be like, yeah, sure. If 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 functional immortality was an option, I'd be about it. But like. Just just extending it by 100 years, I feel like it's not going to be worth it. I love the when people say, like, I couldn't live forever. Dude, this stuff I could do if I live forever. Mm-hmm. You know how many movies I could watch if I live forever? Literally all of them. All of them. <laughs> and, and the thing is, you'd never be able to finish all of them because civilization would continue and they keep making more movies. So, um... There's this, uh, there's this YouTube series called Because Science, and they, they had this whole, like, episode about immortality 
And like if uh, if it was immortality where like you just you cease the aging process and like you're immune to like diseases and stuff, but you could still be like taken out by like a car accident or something, you know, if somebody shot you in the face, you'd still die, right? And they're like, even if you had that level of uh, immortality, um, sheer the, the mathematics of the sheer probability is you will not live past nine thousand years old. By that time, you will have encountered enough like random occurrences to have something have killed you. And I thought that that was great. Well, you would also have to think where would we be as a society? The chance, it, the things that would cause death would lessen. Because I mean, mm. by that time, we're perfecting teleporting. We'd have to. <laughs> <laughs> Cars wouldn't exist. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it's still it's still not just like that. It's like you know, any type of machinery malfunctioning, anybody just getting hostile with you, stuff like that. Ran- wild animals. If you go out in the woods or like go camping or some shit like that. Like the odds of you living past nine thousand were like virtually zero. Nine thousand years. Yeah. Think of that. It was yeah. It was nine thousand or yeah. It was nine thousand. I want to say it was. No, nine hundred. I think was the, way I too think short. Uh, it was definitely. 9, I think I was reading 000. something that said uh, the human brain could last two hundred and fifty years or something like that. Mm-hmm. It's just our bodies don't last that long. Yeah. If we could find a way to make our bodies last that long. We need to genetically modify humans so that they function like jellyfish <laughs> just just live forever yeah i mean theoretically don't uh lobsters live forever the- um, theoretically they 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 live um up until uh the energy expenditure to break out of their current shell to molt their shell becomes too much for their body to to output and so they basically squish themselves inside their shell and die that sounds awful. Yeah, because I mean, lobsters will lobsters will if if they if they had the 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 energy to do so, they would molt indefinitely and just increase in size until they were like the size of. Well, there was a what was it? I was also reading something that say lobster like depending on how deep they go, mm-hmm. they they grow like they expand, and once they get further up, and however. At what depth of water they accommodate that? And someone was like, "Imagine a bunch of like monster lobster at the very floor of the sea, <laughs> <laughs> just massive like whale sized lobsters." That'd just- be horrifying. <laughs> so imagine being able to go down there and seeing like, what is under there. Because we have we we know so little about our own fucking seafloor that like so, uh, imagine somebody's in one of those uh, those deep sea submersibles and they're like exploring some reef or whatever trying to just check some shit out. Uh, they're doing like a some some marine study and then this giant fucking oil tanker sized lobster comes out of nowhere. Just like peers just around <laughs> kind of like, looks what? at it grabs it with one pincer the terror in that person like oh well, I never thought a lobster would kill me. <laughs> I fucking hate seafood. <laughs> yeah, so much has yet to be discovered about the depths of the ocean, mm-hmm. but yet we we go off in space all day. Yeah. I mean, we do know more about space than we do about the ocean, which is wild. But you can only do, you can only, there's only so much control you can have in the water. Mm-hmm. You you, met, you you take control of space, you're you're definitely winning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just massive blobs, or just like just what if I applied to everything? Just imagine like you know, you take any creature and you put it in a in a, <laughs> in a high density environment and it just expands. <laughs> <laughs> it's like those like those sponge toys that expand into dinosaurs. Yeah. <laughs> imagine, imagine massive starfish at the bottom of the sea. <laughs> That would be like a giant crab. I want to see the colossal uh, jellyfish. And then I want to see the colossal jellyfish beached. (laughs) (laughs) This is going to look like a pile of goo. (laughs) Six feet tall. Oh, man. Just like giant fish. Mm -hmm. Just normal fish. Not even sharks or whales. Just giant clownfish. Mm -hmm. It would be terrifying. That would be amazing, though. Mm -hmm. Just massive... What if everybody expanded in their preferred elements? <laughs> Man, the higher birds go, the bigger they expand. <laughs> <laughs> How, 
We probably sound like some fucking stoners right now, but <laughs> no, we are one hundred percent sober. How would that? How would that function for humans? <laughs> we're the only ones that it doesn't affect. Oh, okay. <laughs> we're we're the stand. We're the gold standard. All right. But no, it's specifically your element. Like bears get bigger in the forest. <laughs> I'm the never, ma- never going to the woods. I'm not trying to deal with a bear the size of a house. <laughs> no. no, it's uh, or you take it a step further. Just like any sort of element you're comfortable, like all those emo kids go into the My Chemical Romance reunion to just expand in the crowd. <laughs> the, the, they walk out of hot, hot Topic two feet taller. <laughs> uh, or if you have the option, or you or if you can control control it. All right, we're just turning people into superheroes at this point. Motherfucker <laughs> walks into a store, comes out, Ine Chuck, and just starts growing. <laughs> oh, definite. That's a callback to a hero that no one ever wants to talk about anymore. Then mm-hmm. again, Super Friends isn't really a thing anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's sad. That's the mo- the one of the most diverse cast of superheroes ever, even though it was offensive. It's it's only because it was super fucking stereotypical, and everybody was just like, "I don't appreciate that." So, well, oh well. Sucks. I almost appreciate things more than that because just, people were like, "We don't care if it offends you." Oh well, <laughs> too bad. Yeah, like, I don't get offended at shit like boondocks. That's just stereotypical black shit left and right. Well, that's also a parody, too. Mm-hmm. Made by a black man, mm-hmm. which is so funny. It was like, man, finally someone's willing to call out all the nonsense and mm-hmm. do it on a cartoon, no less. I think my favorite character on that show is Uncle Ruckus. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's so racist to black people. He's like, dude, you're black. He's like, he's like, I got that reverse Michael Jackson disease. Or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> oh, man. That's another show. That's another show that was. That's almost like a. It's like a precursor to Rick and Morty, where like fans of the show were awful most of the time, mm. but it was just so well done. You can't not give it credit. I heard they were trying to bring it back, but <laughs> there is a said. No, nah, you guys couldn't handle that. First time you hear it, nigga, you gay, canceled. Yeah, <laughs> that's how, that's how fast it would happen. Didn't didn't uh. Voice actor for the grandfather die, as well. Oh yeah, John Witherspoon. Mm-hmm. Which which was unfortunate. It's like man, such he a was, legendary actor. He was great. Well, Friday movies, Boondocks. His most memorable roles, because mm-hmm. no one else can ever remember his other stuff. <laughs> I'm guilty of that, but I don't remember. <laughs> but those names those things are so ingrained into your brain. It's like. Hey, he was getting up there in age. Mm-hmm. Man, I gotta think. I wonder what the next decade's gonna look like. Hollywood's getting old. I don't. I don't really like identify or like know. Uh, I don't like identify with or know who the, like the the next like wave of actors and actresses are. You know what I'm saying? Like people, like there's this generational gap. You can be like, oh, like Clint Eastwood was a famous actor from the generation before us. You know, or like Marlon Brando. Like, in our generation, we have people like Robert Downey Jr., uh, Chris Hemsworth, and stuff. And, like, we grew up watching stuff like Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie. Who's this, who's this new next wave of celebrities? Like, all these younger actors? It really... Uh, they feel like strangers to me. I think it's because there's not as many, defin- there's not as many definable area, eras anymore. Like, the anybody actor from the new Hollywood era, which is, like late 60s to the early 80s mm-hmm. that group of people are all approaching their 70s or maybe maybe 60s it was like you know anybody like you know Scorsese and his crew of like longtime actors like minus Leonardo DiCaprio because obviously he's still fairly young mm-hmm. all those guys like Harvey Keitel Robert De Niro they're all in their 70s I think Joe Pesci's almost 80 if not 80 already but yeah, it's gonna be mostly people from that era who were successful during like the seventies. They're the ones who are gonna start, you know, really like dying. Or you know, but at the same time, we could still get another twenty years of them because they live forever. Kirk Douglas finally died in his hundreds. 
I mean, him and his son were senior citizens together. That is great. Like, I just think, like, damn, we get another 30 years of Michael Douglas? <laughs> yeah. Ain't going nowhere. And it's because it's, they, it's, you know, that industry forces you to just live life still. You don't just stop. Mm-hmm. You just can't be just like, I'm going to just be a potato for the rest of my well, life. Demand still exists. Be 75 years old. No, we want you in this movie. All right. <laughs> or all the directors who are old and still doing it just because they can. Yeah. I think, what was it? I think last year was Woody Allen's first break from filmmaking since the 70s. Damn. He literally made a movie a year. And if there was a gap year in between releases, he was at least starring in something. He literally wrote and directed a movie every single year. And for the first like quarter of his career, acted in all of it. So that's a lot. That's a lot of work. Well, it's like he... That's a, lot, that's a lot of dedication. Well, it's also kind of like a base... Someone equated it to baseball. I forgot what it was. I was watching a documentary on him. And um, it's like he keeps releasing one every year. And he he's he's aware. They're not all going to be good. But mm-hmm. for every few duds, I'll have a good movie. And that's usually what happens. He'll have a string of duds and then just like something heralded as a classic. Or there's people who, you know... He's, he's literally just playing the numbers. Yeah. <laughs> So eventually one of these will be great. Oh, that was great. All right, let's do it again. Okay, that one's bad. <laughs> but it's just a constant work, and I think I, I think that's good to have. It's you know you can. He's not nostalgic about his own work. Mm-hmm. And that, that's an important quality to have as an artist. It's like you don't don't hold on tight to the things that you were you're known for specifically that got you like the wild acclaim. I mean, there's a lot of people who their favorite projects are the ones that people didn't like. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, generally speaking, when it comes to stuff like that, isn't it? Aren't those the projects where they're like more true to themselves and what they actually wanted out of the project versus yeah, what appeals but there, to the there's public? some there are some projects where that aren't good that people are like, "This was my favorite." Mm-hmm. It's like they have to make that thing for themselves. It's like all those trash Kevin Smith movies. Yep. It's like yoga hosers. Oh my god, that was. Awful. I mean, he did blatantly say, like, ahead of time, he's like, I didn't make this movie for y'all. I made it for me. Yeah, I know. That's fine. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, <laughs> I have no problem bashing it even, even more so because, like, you're where it sucks. And I could just say it freely. Mm-hmm. But, like, Tusk, though, holy shit, I hated that movie. <laughs> <laughs> it was terrible. <laughs> oh, misuse of Justin Long. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think the best thing I like about film is like you could literally just like leave it and come back to it anytime you want. Like mm-hmm. there's one director I like, Terrence Malick. He made his first movie in I think '73, or he, he did some work before that. But the one he first he like wrote and directed '73. He came up with another movie in '75. Disappeared for or no, it came out in '78. I think disappeared for 20 years and then came back. <laughs> I was like, man, you took a 20 year vacation and come back. <laughs> Pull a Danny Phantom. Like, I'm going and then, uh, you know, and then he uh, he did one movie. Then he waited several years. Um, I think the Thin Red Line was the movie. It came out in 1998, and it's a war movie. And then he came out with a Brave New or no, The New World, which is a take on a Pocahontas story. It's really good. And that was like 2005. And then 2011, he comes out with The Tree of Life, which is like considered his magnum opus. And then like he just starts coming out with a bunch of other movies, like repeatedly and it's like where did this prolificity come from it's like he literally had like three or four in a year consecutively or consecutively for a few years and it's like yeah, no, it, took, it took you 20 years between two movies at one point what's going on here <laughs> I was just firing him out but he's one of those dudes about to probably I think I think he's approaching his 80s point of this episode just cause you're old doesn't mean you're really old I I guess. I guess not that's old till you're dead. That's the point I'm making. That's what I tell people. You're not old till you're dead. In the ground. You're as old as you feel. Not physically, mentally. Don't say physically, because some people are like, damn, I feel ninety. That's what I'm saying. Like you're as you're as old as you feel mentally, you know? Some people are like, Oh man, grow up and change the way you live. No, fuck that. I'll be fifteen forever. <laughs> just more financially conscious. Mm-hmm. I'll just be fifteen with money. 80-year-old weeb. Mm-hmm. I can't wait. I can't wait. I want to I, I meet some senior citizens who like anime. 
I'm sure they exist, you know. It's like, it's like you know, there's old people that game. Like, how many grandmas are playing Animal Crossing right now? It, it, it would surprise you that it's not Animal Crossing. I may have told you this story before. No, I, but... I, I know that, but I, I just think it's funny because everyone's playing yeah. Animal Crossing now. But yeah, it's like, you know, what do old people have to do if they just... All I'm saying is I saw somebody's grandma in a GameStop a long time ago buying Call of Duty for herself. <laughs> and I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> She's That's, like, she straight up pulled me aside, asked me, she's like, is this a good game, blah, 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 like, I'm getting into, I'm getting into gaming and stuff, and I'm, she, before she told me that, I was like, oh, are you buying it for, like, your grandson or something? She's like, no, I'm buying it for myself, I'm trying to get into video gaming, and I'm like, well, what are you interested in? She's like, oh, like, those, those military games, and I was like, oh, God, for real? <laughs> <laughs> of all games for an old lady to get into. It just, it just threw me all the way off. <laughs> Hey, there's a, there's like a popular uh, grandma uh, streamer that's out there. Pretty interesting <laughs> streamer. There's a popular to, to grandma with OnlyFans too. Okay, all right. <laughs> I didn't want to take it there, but we're there now. So, so on that note, this is the end of the Corona Bonus Pandemic Cast Quarantine Special mm-hmm. Episode Two, and aka the one that's going to be everyone's favorite because uh-huh. of how sequels work. <laughs> And we get to sign out with you having that burned into your memory forever. <laughs> As the last thing you get out of this episode is Just picture grandma your grandma and having an OnlyFans. An OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bye everybody. Peace. <laughs>